0: Welcome to track number three of Love and the Mega Church. Guiding us, guiding us, let your will be done in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Everybody should please display his badge properly, openly. So that the Holy Spirit and the Mega Church. Yesterday I gave you 25 reasons why we should have a mega church Is that not so? Is that not so? What are the reasons? Many souls, next one Converts will be established, next one More people will pray, next one There will be more faith in the church, next one How many want more miracles in the church? Next one More expectation Next one It is the will of God to have a mega church Next one It is the will of the devil to have a small church Are you going to do the will of the devil? The next one More prayer happens in the church Next one More power in the church Next one more testimonies in the church amen next one more what? evangelism next one more money how many want more evangelism and more money next one more marriages next one more what? contacts and connections next one Carry on. Next one. Yeah, next one. What? You move away from despisement. Next one. More what? Maturity. Next one. Love and teamwork. Next one. Next one more pastors are trained next one more ministry work is done next one more lay people become workers next one more specialized ministries are released like what remember the poor universities orphanages hospitals how many want us to have our own hospital good Next one, that was all. Then, I shared with you a dream. Do you remember the dream? What was the dream? The church had become the largest church in Africa. Amen. Now, that dream that somebody had, you see, I'm just sharing it with you because I think the reason why the brother was sharing, he was saying that, We should not limit ourselves you understand because you are the largest church in Africa will come from Nigeria because Nigeria has a lot of people are you listening to me out of every four Africans one is a Nigerian so the biggest churches in Africa are in Nigeria so if somebody says that you're going to have the biggest church in Africa then he's saying something big are you here or you've gone home so it's a very very big thing and you and i must be aware of what god is trying to do so actually what god is doing is that he's taking away our former standards and he's giving us a new standard altogether this is the massive mega church hallelujah how many are glad to be part of something like that. It is a nation, actually, a nation within a nation. It's actually a nation of people. When God told Abraham, I'll make you as many as the stars in the sky, as many as the sun in the sea, it looked impossible. But God can pick just one man and say that from you, I'm going to bless many people. Yeah. Hallelujah. And so, what God is telling us is that we should open our hearts and see it. Because if we see it, we can have it. I said, if we see it, we can have it. I said, if we see it, we can have it. And if we see it, we will actually begin to go towards it. But when we don't see it, we won't go towards it. We'll just be doing things. But God wants us to gravitate towards. Something that we can see. And that is why he has given us that dream. Now somebody may ask, but who is it who had this dream? Is it a reliable dream? The Bible says that the gifts of the Spirit are given to everyone to profit with all. In other words, it's given to different people to benefit all of us. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So I believe that this dream is of the Holy Spirit. And that he gave it to us just before this camp. So that we will have a new dream And a new vision Yes, we have started churches In some of these countries And we are believing God In fact, we are actually looking for some people to go to Nigeria To start some churches We have an open door in Ibadan In Benin City And other places And we want to send more of our church members To Nigeria To start churches These are big, big cities The largest city in West Africa is Ibadan Did you know that? So when you go there to start a church, your church is going to be the biggest. (laughs) So you must volunteer, amen, to go to that place and go and do the work of God there. Hallelujah. And we are sending missionaries everywhere. Uganda, Kenya, Ethiopia, Liberia, name the country. Uh, Pastor Robert just called me, told me that there was somebody who was ready for us uh, for Rwanda. So I said, wow. Hallelujah amen so God is giving us another horizon amen giving us another level another place of operation. are you listening to me all right so now let me give you seven reasons why the Holy Spirit is associated with the mega church seven reasons why the Holy Spirit is associated with the mega church number one Because the Holy Ghost is likened to rain, which brings a different, it's likened to rain, all right? Now this rain, we are going, now this rain is, uh, what do you call it, Um, brings forth a different kind of vegetation. Praise the Lord. Now, Now, in my house, I noticed very very clearly Turn with me to Zechariah chapter 10 Verse number 1 Or oh, in fact, let's start with Hosea Hosea Chapter 6 Verse number 1 Come let us return to the Lord You know how to sing it huh? <laughs> Come let us return to the Lord Mm. Hosea chapter 6 Some of you are not used to turning to Hosea It's not only you Even some of the pastors are struggling <laughs> Alright Hosea chapter 6 verse number 1 Tapes that everybody can roll Don't eh? you only give them the same instruction The audio tapes too um, Hosea chapter 6 verse number 1 Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn, and he will heal us. He hath smitten, and he will bind us up. Are we returning to the Lord? Verse 2. After two days, he will revive us. In the third day, he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Oh, I tell you, after three days, listen, then we shall know. Amen? Amen? If we follow on to know the Lord. You only know if you follow on to know. I said you only know if you follow on to know. I said you only know if you follow on to know. When you don't follow on to know, you don't know much. That's how it is when you walk with God. You know when you follow on to know. So follow on to know. There are people who sit down and analyze us. Criticize us speak about us they watch and they say why is he called bishop they watch and they say why are they calling a mega church they watch and they say why are we why do we say bds or bds they watch and they ask why do we why do we do this why do we have this symbol they watch and they say why are you starting branches they watch and they say do you have enough pastors for all these churches they watch and they criticize us continuously but you shall only know if you follow unto know. But when you stand back and you observe you only become a fool i said when you stand back you just stand back and become a fool as you criticize and speak against what god is doing because you only know about things and know truly what is going on when you follow on to know are you listening to me then shall we know if we follow on to know the lord his going forth is prepared as the morning. Now, what does this scripture mean? Listen to me. He's going forth, is prepared as the morning. The morning is one of the most regular events of all time. The morning, the coming of the morning is one of the most guaranteed events that ever take place in our lives. The going forth the coming of the morning that is morning even if there is an earthquake the morning still comes on the earthquake if there is a tidal wave the tidal wave is a wave which is higher than this building and it's like a big wall so you can imagine if we are at Coligono, a wave as tall as the grace tower and it is moving inwards at a great speed that's a tidal wave And they have those waves in the Pacific Ocean and places like that where they have a lot of earthquakes. So especially when they have an earthquake and you get a big wave like that moving. And it just takes everything and everybody with it. That's the buildings and everything. But even if there's a tidal wave, the morning comes. You understand what I'm saying? Because it says that he's going forth. That is God's coming into your life and into our lives. Uh, is prepared as the morning. Guaranteed. In other words, there are certain things we can do that will guarantee the coming forth of the Lord into our lives. His going forth is prepared as the morning. And then, he shall come unto us. How will he come? He will come unto us as the rain. As the latter and the former rain unto the earth amen so god is saying that he will now appear to the church to his people as rain like rain just like rain now what is rain what is rain rain is 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 the water that comes from the sky what does rain do it it makes everything grow it makes everything green it makes everything healthy wherever there is more rain whether over a short period or over a long period, you see a difference. Yeah. Let me just show you. Like I was giving you an example yesterday. You find out that in countries or places where there's, there's, there are two extreme seasons, like the north, you will find out that on one hand, you have very dry circumstances. Because there's little or no rain for a long time. Then suddenly, it changes. And when it changes, everything becomes green and grows to a certain extent. In my house, I remember, I planted grass, you know, so that I would have some grass in the house. And um, I paid a lot of money to put the grass there. Then the dry season came, and all the grass disappeared. And I remember I would look out of my window and say to myself, I've wasted my money. Because all the grass has vanished. There's no grass. The whole place has become brown. And all the grass is like it's dead. I thought it was dead. But then it began to rain. I was so surprised. Within a few days, everything became green. And everything started growing. It was so spectacular. I noticed it. And this scripture came. And the Holy Spirit showed me this is exactly how it is when the holy ghost comes on a church it just it just changes and just expands and you nobody can understand how why what what is it just the rain he shall come to us like the rain and that is why when we say the holy spirit is associated with a mega church you must understand that it is one of the reasons because the Holy Spirit is, comes to us like rain and is guaranteed. Another pla- thing you can notice, if you notice between the, the vegetation in Kumasi and the vegetation in Accra, you realize that Kumasi has ha- tall trees, big trees. Is that not so? And they have forests. But come to Accra. In fact, just start coming from Insawam downwards. And suddenly you feel even the weather is different. And you notice that the color of things are different. Now, in a place where the rain is sustained for a long time, you have a forest. Because Kumasi, they always have rain. In fact, I remember when I first started going to Kumasi for programs, I remember most of the time it will rain. It will rain on that day. And nobody seemed to be disturbed by the rain. But in Accra, woe to you, if you have a program on a rainy day, just even the smell of the rain, nobody will come to your program. But in Kumasi, rain or no rain, people are still coming. People are coming. People are coming. They are so used to the rain. Rain is all... Mr. Macaulay, what I'm saying, is it not true? They are so used to it because it rains all the time. And therefore, you have a completely different kind of vegetation. A church where the Holy Spirit is raining all the time. is completely different from a church where there is no Holy Ghost coming. Or maybe where the Holy Ghost comes occasionally. Two different churches. And so we are going to have a church. And you see the bigness of the trees and the bigness of the vegetation comes by sustained rain. And that's what we need to have. We don't need just one day convention where the spirit will move. That that is not rain that brings growth. Where the one day you come, the spirit will move. People are falling under the power. People are slain. One, to then after that we return to our normal lives. That is not what I am talking about. That is a, that is just some a drizzle that came and went away. We are still in the dry season. We are looking for continuous sustained rainfall in large quantities that will cause little little shrubs to become big trees. That will cause grass, grass not to be down here, but there's grass which is taller than your head. Do you know that there's grass which is very, very tall? Even the grass that is the ordinary member, they will be taller, taller than even pastors in other churches. The the grass are the members, the trees are the pastors. Both the grass and the trees are different in a rainy situation. Both the grass and the trees. My father used to cut grass every day or every other day to feed his horses. The type of grass that he cut was not it's not the type that you get in Accra. He used to send his Mercedes benz they would take out the back seats of the mercedes-benz and send the car to Insawam and beyond and they will go and cut grass and fill from the driver's seat to the back and then the boots for his horses (laughs) do you understand what i'm talking about and the grass it extends from one window to the other long ones it fills the whole car to the from the ground to the top full and then the boot is also full special grass which grows at a place where there is a lot of rain. Not acra grass. Accra grass, they can't eat it. Amen. Are you listening to me today? And so what I'm telling you is that we need a sustained input. Rainfall of the Holy Spirit on us. As pastors. Then we will have different types of trees. The only type of tree that grows in Accra are neem trees. And nymph trees are trees which have been there for 25 years. 30 years. It takes them a long time to grow. That's the only tree that grows. But go to Kumasi and you will find different types of trees. Big, big ones. Hallelujah. So I am saying to you that this is the reason why church growth, the mega church, is associated with the Holy Spirit. Your life. Your growth, your personal growth is associated with the Holy Spirit. It's associated closely, tied to the presence of the Holy Ghost. And God is not an unpredictable God. He says his going forth is like the coming of the morning. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And so that means that as we are here now, We can guarantee the coming of the Lord Into our church in a special way And he is going to do that Amen Turn to Zechariah chapter 10 Ask ye of the Lord Verse 1 Ask ye of the Lord what Rain in the time of the latter rain And so shall the Lord Make bright clouds And give them showers of rain To everyone Grass in the field hallelujah hallelujah you know why I'm sharing this with you I am sharing with you a prayer topic that is all I am doing because we are going to pray how many want the Holy Spirit to fall on all of us everywhere that is why we are here amen this is actually you can take it like a prayer topic I'm going to give you seven reasons why we are praying this prayer topic and then we are praying and our whole camp is praying for the Holy Ghost to fall on us. And I tell you, we are going to see it happen. People will wonder, and they will criticize again. They will speak against us again. They will be annoyed more. And we'll just tell them, why don't you also have a camp and go and pray for the Holy Spirit to fall on you instead of criticizing us? Why? 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 It's difficult to understand. Bible says, "Us." for rain. he said, direct command. Ask for rain. I mean, you would have wondered that. If you can give rain, why don't you just give it? You receive not because you ask not. We've got to ask for it. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I said, oh yes. Amen. Amen. So I've given you one reason why the Holy Spirit is associated with Church growth. Now, look at... Let me give you an example. Now, I'm only saying this because we are at a shepherd's camp. Alright? But normally I don't mention the names of churches. You get what I'm saying? But because we are the camp, I would mention the names of some churches. But I'm not, I'm not speaking against them. Take, for instance, the Anglican church. There, I know that there are exceptions. To what I'm saying but you look at the Anglican Church where I used to go to church look at some of these Orthodox churches Methodist Catholic Presby and so on there are exceptions to what I'm saying but by and large you find out that the Spirit of God is not moving in many of these places but in places where they are able to accept speaking in tongues even from the pastor, it always has to start from there. I'm not talking about the youth group in the church. Not the youth groups, they are all there. <laughs> but from the pastor, they accept the Holy Ghost to flow, speaking in tongues, prophesying, preaching about being born. It's not there. And so that is why we, who were nothing, have risen up to also be churches in the land when they have been here for 100 years before us. Because that's the power of rain. You just put rain at some small place. It rains on that place for a while. Suddenly you see that it's growing bigger than something that has been there for years. That is no more receiving the rain. You cannot cut off the Holy Spirit and expect to grow. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Hallelujah. Second reason why the Holy Spirit is associated with... Church growth and the mega church is because the Holy Spirit causes separation and scattering to stop. Separation and scattering. Scatter. To scatter. It causes separation and scattering to stop. Amen. Turn to Jude, the book of Jude, chapter 14, verse verse, um, 19. The book of Jude, chapter 14. You find the book of Jude first and then see if there are chapters. No chapter. Are you there? Jude, verse 19. But let's read from verse 17. Beloved. Remember the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. Verse 19. Are you with me? But these be they who do what separate themselves sensual, having not the spirit having not the spirit having not the spirit they separate themselves this verse is telling us that in the last days some people will separate themselves because they do not have the spirit it is the holy spirit Who keeps us together. And the devil who tries to separate us. It is the devil who tries to separate us. Let me tell you all of you listen to me. No matter who you are. No matter how great you become. No matter what call you have. No matter what happens in the future. Remember these principles. You will never be greater than the word of God. The reason why I still have. One of the reasons why I still have some friends. Amongst the pastors in Ghana is because of this scripture because it is not a good thing to separate yourself anytime any day I'm telling you that many years ago my uncle wanted me to go to school in England and I told him at that time that there was no church that I could attend in England and I did not want to be separate from my scripture union and for that reason Do you understand? I came back to Ghana. In fact, my uncle wanted me so badly to go to school there. He was going to pay for everything and take me to university in England. He sent me to spend one day at a secondary school in England, in Sunderland. So that I can see for myself how good the school is, how nice the school is. So he took me in the morning when his children were going to school he took me along and introduced me to some of the teachers and said that this is my nephew from Ghana. And I wanted to come to school here. And so I wanted to come and spend a day here to see how nice this place is. I sat in the class for about 10 minutes. And I just moved out. I surveyed the place within 30 minutes to one hour. I was looking for the next Christian bookshop in the town. I left the school altogether. I said, what time would they come for us? And I found out the time and then I went to work and I asked, is there any Christian bookshop in this town? And I went to look. I just finished O level. O. I knew the principal. If I had stayed there, I wouldn't be a Christian today. I'm very sure about that. I don't think that I wouldn't be, a, be even a believer. There are many people who substitute and give up their Christian life for something foolish. For what? Abroad, this money, jobs, and they start to separate themselves. There are people who should be at the camp here, but because of jobs and other things, they are separated themselves. And they could have been here. I'm talking about those who could have been here but are not here. There are some who could be here but they are not here. There are some who cannot be here. There is no way I'm it. But there are some who could be here but they are not here. I learned long ago that it's the devil who wants to first isolate you. First separate you from the brother. Why do you separate from the brother? Are you special? Are you different? Don't deceive yourself ever. Recently I had a telephone call from a dear daughter in the Lord. So dear. And as I was half asleep. I said, who is this? Then she mentioned her name. Yeah! You never call me. You never call me. I'm wondering why. Why would she be calling? Because since she went abroad, we have been trying to let the church come near her to involve her, but she's not so much interested. So I said, ah. Then... She began to tell me of the crisis i said oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear when she told me of what was happening i could not believe that it was it was possible that what she was telling me was what was happening because of what separation amen i was very sad in fact i said this is one of the saddest days in my life Oh yeah And even though it's as though She's not she's not even, she's not not even, really in the church For so many years now I just took a, I, was, I just took a phone And spent money to call her Where she was To talk to her And I said even if I come I have to come to where you are I will come I feel so sad Listen let me tell you what you have today don't think that you have it forever. Amen. You are serving the Lord today; it doesn't mean you will serve Him tomorrow. If you are serving Him today, know that the devil will continuously like to separate you and single you out. Oh, come aside. There's a good reason why you should you should be here. Come, come, come aside. There's no need for shepherds. What is he going to do? Loyalty, um, what? Church growth these are the things you know all. Oh, look, just be at your place. If you don't stay at work, something will happen. Blah blah blah, etc. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Me, I've seen, I've seen people who preach, backslide. Not just Christians. Most of the time, when you say backslide, people are thinking of from one boys who start from from one by from three, they have all stopped. I'm not talking about that. I said I've seen people who preach better than me, backslide. I've stood here and I've told people, I said, I said, I can preach. You preach. It's okay, I preach. No problem. This person who preached, I've seen them back. I've seen worship leaders. Worship leaders should be very careful. I've seen worship leaders lead worship and backslide. People who I stood with to preach together, when I preach, they sing. When I finish preaching, they lead worship or they lead praises. I've seen them backslide. I've seen preachers vanish. So let me tell you something. You may be called to be whatever, whoever. You may go to any part of the world. Nowadays I am stronger on the things that I say. These days I tell people directly, leave this and don't do this because I am seeing things. When I listen to this, I say, ah, maybe I should have been. But even if I had told you, wouldn't have heard because the way she was going was like me, my husband, my his nice job that he has. We are living together in our nice apartment in this place in the world, and we are everything is okay. He goes to work, I come. He is this, I am that. he's doing this course, I am also doing that course. You put your fork, you put your knife, your table, breakfast time, me, my husband, my children. But you can't exchange God. Your marriage even won't last. Oh yes, your marriage even will last. He won't like you after some time. Oh yeah. Please. Let me tell you something. The devil is the one who separates. And the Bible says, these are the people who separate themselves. So, having not the spirit. Because they don't have the spirit. And one pastor told me once, a lot of things are occurring to me. I said, what is occurring to you? A lot of thoughts were occurring to him that he should leave the church. And so, so he told me, a lot of things are occurring to me that have occurred to me. And in the end, he just separated himself because a lot of things had been occurring to him. If things have been occurring to you, let me tell you today, eh? tell the devil to go back to where he came from. Okay? 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 And let me tell you, you can be at whatever level in ministry. The devil never gives up until you lie down like this in your grave and they close your eyes and remove your shoes you have the devil has not finished with you amen 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 i said until you lie in the coffin and they close your eyes and remove your shoes he's not yet finished with you you can be high he will try to bring you down Recently, I was telling the story of a pastor's wife in, at the, a church. Pastor's wife. Her, her husband had been in the ministry for 20 years. 20 years. He has been a pastor. And she looked in the mirror. And she saw herself beautiful. When she was dressing. Nice shape. Yeah. And she said, and as she was dressing up and she put on her lipstick and so on i thought okay to her that ah Mika, i'm nice and i i could have she used to sing she was a singer singers be careful she used to sing and she was even she used to sing in you know public places and she came into the church and was the pastor's wife and so the devil told her you see it was her vision so the Lord Jesus was showing this man of God how the woman fell. Do you understand? So it was a vision explaining to the man of God what had happened. Because as at the time that the man was talking, the pastor's wife was staying with somebody else. As at the time, so the Lord gave a vision to another man of God to explain to him what had happened to the pastor's wife because it was disturbing that pastor's ministry. Can you imagine if I'm preaching and my wife is at another... place? It's not a good example to give. (laughs) Or let's say you are preaching somewhere and your wife is somewhere else. (laughs) Are you listening to me? Yes. Or somebody else is preaching and somebody's wife is moving around somewhere as of the time the man was having the vision she was with the fifth boyfriend and you see in the vision the vision was rewound you see you have fast forward forward. so they rewound the thing and so the lord showed this man of god how the demon came three times when this woman was dressing changing at home and sit on the shoulder and tell her, You are a very beautiful woman. No? Yeah. If you had been this to cry, you would have had. And that's what something the devil said, Oh, but well, you are very educated. If you were this, you would have been doing that. If you were that, you would be that. If you if this was that, it would be that. First time she said, Come on, what sort of funny thoughts are these? Ah, ah. Jesus' name. Second time he came again. Ah! What sort of thought? Third time she began to think about it. Then the demon was sitting in the vision. <coughs> The demon was sitting on the shoulder, but then it moved from the shoulder into the head. So now you could see the head of the person, and the thing was in the head. Then after a while, it moved from the head down into the heart. So now it moved from here to here to here. Then it entered. And when the thing came into the heart, like we often say, keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of the heart are the issues of life. Be very careful about what is in your heart, because you will eventually do what is in your heart. So when the thing was in the house, then she, I'm sure there were quarrels in the house, everything, and then she left. Then she started. And some of these quarrels, they are spiritual. They yeah. yeah, are the devil trying to separate you. And so she moved away, and she started having, uh, what do you call it? Um, different men. By the time this happened, it was with the faith. But then the Lord showed him the end of the thing. And what happened was, The Lord asked him to break the power of that spirit that was affecting that man's ministry. So what happened was that the pastor sent I think some of his associate ministers and others to go and talk to the wife to come back. Even at that time she was staying with the man. And so the pastor went, this is after 20 years, Lighthouse is only 10 years old, after 20 years of ministry he went they send the associate pastors and others to the wife, and you know what? It was in a hotel. The wife came to the door, and she was wearing a a, a, a gown. you understand? Um, how do you call it? Not a nighty, not a nighty, morning coat or gown. What gown? Morning gown. Morning gown. Morning coat. What else? House coat. Dressing gown. Huh? Bathrobe. And Lucifer said it is something that you just fold over like this and then you tie. No buttons. She came to the door with the gown. Open. She was naked under her. Naked, she came to the door and talked to the told the pastors. This is the pastor's wife. She said, get out of here. I've also been thrown out before. But they said, get out of here. I don't want to have anything to do with that Jesus or with anything to do with this church and all these things. And that was the end. And in the vision, he saw the woman die. And she went to hell, screaming. These be they who separate themselves. Having not the what? Spirit. So be careful. At every level, be careful. Remember. Amen. So the second reason why the Holy Spirit is associated with the mega church is what? Huh? He stops separation and what? And scattering. Amen. The next reason, how many reasons do you have? Number three, the Holy Spirit causes more prayer to be possible and therefore more requests for church growth are possible. The Holy Spirit causes more prayer? Is that not so? How does the Holy Spirit cause more prayer? Because through speaking in tongues, you get it? We are able to pray for longer hours. At this camp, we are going to pray for at least 27 hours. Today, we are going to pray for at least 9 hours. Amen. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? And so, how will we be able to stay in one place and pray for 9 hours? By the power of the Holy Spirit. And by the power of speaking in tongues. How many don't speak in tongues? Give me a wave. Give me a wave so that we pray for you before we. Good. All right. After the service, after this session, we will have a Holy Spirit baptism session outside at the back there. So you just come, and uh, we, will, we will sort that out. I'll, one of the pastors should see me and then we will we'll, we'll tell you what to do. So remind me. Amen. So the Holy Ghost makes it possible for you to pray. Amen. Amen. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 Verse 6 It says I have planted Apollos watered But God gave the increase So that neither is he That planted anything Neither is he that watereth But God that giveth the increase So that means that Increase comes from God And if it comes from God Then he is the one we must ask For the increase So when you do not ask for increase from God, you do not get increase. So the more you pray for increase, the more you will get increase. Many years ago, a, a, a lady told me, she was a doctor, that many people were asking, how come Lighthouse has grown so much? This was about five, six years ago. And she told the person, she said, every Sunday when we come to church, we pray for growth. Amen. So, in your churches, pastors, shepherds, always pray for church growth. Pray for it. Don't think about it. Don't meditate on it. Ask for it. The more you ask, I've got a little book in my car. Somebody should get it. Get that book for my car. It's called Prayer. Key to Revival. By Yongi Cho. As far as Yongi Cho is concerned, prayer is the key to the church growing and I'm going to show you will is our guest speaker for this convention, amen so you are going to see him on video, hallelujah you are going to see him on video and he's going to teach us our prayer hallelujah hallelujah so you must understand dear friend I believe we have our screen our big screen here oh okay good We have a big screen so you see him very big bigger than even me in life all right now you will realize that when an experienced man the one who is putting on a armor should boast less than the one who has gone to battle and has cal- who has speak as much as the one who has gone to battle and has come and is removing his armor. Okay. I, I have gone and I am coming. Do you understand? Yeah. Now when Youngicho is talking, you have to hear well. That is why people do not prosper. Because when God is doing something, instead of listening and learning, they just criticize and they speak again. Youngicho is one of them they have been criticising so much all the time. Yeah. Amen. You don't know, but he's been criticized and criticized and criticized and criticized and criticized. criticized. he's Still having more members. More, 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 more. So you realize that the people are telling us that prayer is the key. And that's why we are going to pray and not to teach about prayer. Amen. Amen. And ask the Lord for growth, increase. Brother Soji, KCC is going to be mega by the prayers of this meeting. Amen. 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 KCC is Kolebu Campus Church. We are starting another church at Kolebu. Amen. With the old name, KCC. And it will become big when you pray for it. Amen. And, And God answers prayer. You know, Jesus said, if you being evil can ask things from your, your, your children will ask you you don't give them snake when they ask you for bread me too when you ask me for the holy spirit i will give you the holy spirit Did You remember that scripture beautiful how many reasons do you have number four the holy ghost is the spirit of loyalty is the spirit of loyalty loyalty the spirit of god is the spirit of loyalty and we all know that loyalty is a key to the church becoming mega our church will be small if the people say we are not part of you again if the Amartya people say, we are not part of you again. If the Kaneshi people say, we don't want to be part of you again. If the people at Man uh, Province say, we are not part of you. The church will not be as mega as it is. But when you have loyal pastors at all these places, and we all say, we are all part of Lighthouse, and what God is doing, then the church is mega. And it takes loyalty for us to stay together. It takes obeying the principles and the rules that keeps us together. This is a book I was talking about. This is a book by Yonggi Cho. Amen. 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 And he says, listen, no man can schedule a revival, Dr. Cho has said, for God alone is the giver of life. But when the fullness of time has come and prayer ascends from a few earnest hearts, then history teaches that it is time for the tide of revival to sweep in once more. History has taught that when a few earnest hearts pray, revival, which is church growth, comes. Listen. Dr. Cho bases his study on one fact. That God has no favorite children. What has worked for me will also work for you. Yeah. Amen! Yeah. That's what he says. He said, God has not got any favorite children. What has worked for him will work for you. What has worked for me will work for you. Amen. If God has worked through men and women in time past, he can work through you. Amen. Are you listening to me today? So, the spirit of God is spirit of loyalty. Amen. John chapter 16, verse 23. Um, Sorry. John chapter 16 verse 12 I have many things to say unto you but you cannot bear them. Verse 13 How be it when he the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth Turn your Bible quickly please you must become fast at turning in your Bible to places. Are you there? Alright. Now are you with me? It says, verse 13 How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine, therefore said I, that he shall take of mine, and show it unto you. Amen. Amen. Why do I say that the spirit of God is the spirit of loyalty? Because, listen to what the Holy Spirit does. Number one, one of the things he does not do, he does not speak about himself. When you have a loyal person, he doesn't come and blow his own horn. I am this, I am that, I am that. I have done this, I can do this, I don't need you, you don't need me. No. That is not how a loyal person speaks. (laughs) Yeah. And he doesn't talk about himself. He talks about the one who, Bishop Common was in our church. I was surprised to hear what he was saying. He says that when you are speaking, you should speak. He said, if you are in the church and you are a pastor you are going, you say I'm speaking on behalf of the bishop. You don't speak on your own behalf. And it's a fact. If you are in Tuckradi, you are speaking on my behalf. It's because I can't be there, that's why you are there. Otherwise, I also have been there. If you are in Cape Coast, you are speaking on my behalf. If I cannot go, like yesterday, for instance, I mean there was a wedding of a very important uh, couple that I should have been in. I should have been at their wedding. I could physically not go. At the same time, we have our visitors from South Africa. They are still in Accra. They are leaving tonight. I had to be with them. I could not also be at that one, and I, I, I had to come to Cape Coast. Do you understand what I'm saying? And and I could not physically be there. If I have a destroyer Orangu who is going to officiate such a wedding, say, ah, where is the bishop? I don't know. he knows knows, knows about the wedding he knows about the wedding but I don't know where he is (laughs) and you are giving a bad impression about me meanwhile I have appointed you and sent you there and you cannot have a mega thing unless you have loyal people and he does not speak of himself or show that he himself is is great he shall take of mine he shall speak of me and show you about me That is what a lawyer. So somebody who has been sent who is loyal, that is how he is and that is how he speaks. Amen. Amen. That's one thing that God makes sure to write that he shall not speak of himself. Note that. We will look at the loyalty of Christ, but this is not the time for that. He shall speak whatever he shall hear that shall he speak. People are asking why our pastors are preaching the messages that I have preached. The Holy Ghost is not preaching his own message. Read for yourself. I said, read it for yourself. He like said, Whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And you are worried. What he shall hear, that shall he speak. It's not coming with any new message. No, no, I'm sent. I'm sent. What I hear from the Father, this is the message I have for you. Yeah. Oh yeah? yeah. If you are in the church and you are a lawyer and you are a pastor. It's not because they are forcing you, but you yourself you want to hear, and also to speak, what you have heard, and you you yourself know that. Look, it is what I am hearing that I am speaking. Amen. Amen. And that is why all of you here, you must be addicted to my preaching tapes, me dark in what melts my preaching tapes you must be addicted to my preaching tapes if you are in this church and you are a loyal member I am telling you in black and white clearly you must be addicted to me my preaching tapes nobody else is preaching tapes amen other preachers are good and nice and great and I didn't say you shouldn't listen to them You can listen, you should listen to everything but if you are in this church and you are a member, who are these guys? Are you part of us? All right. If you are a member of this church, you must be addicted. 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 You must love it. It is not the, if it is something you are being forced to do, ask yourself, oh yeah, ask yourself whether well, there's something wrong with you. There must be something wrong with you. It's difficult to listen to something you don't want to listen to. So if you are listening because they are saying you should listen, me not care in faith. Are you listening to me? You have a difficulty. You have a difficulty he said that he shall not speak of himself, step one. Step two whatsoever he shall hear, he shall speak. Then Dynamo 14, that's why it's a spirit of loyalty. He shall glorify me. That means that the Holy Ghost eh, shall glorify Jesus, not himself. When you have a pastor who is glorifying himself, say, oh, I'm wow, I'm surviving without you. I don't need your messages to survive. You it's true you don't need my messages to survive. But I'm saying that if you have a loyal spirit, it's not something somebody will ask you. It's not something they will say. So so if indeed it's something they have to ask you and say, ask yourself a question. Amen. 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 I listen to Papa Higgins tapes all the time. Nobody has asked me to do it. I love it. I want it. I've written a new book. It's called Catch the Anointing. In that book, in that book, listen, thank you for clapping. In that book, right, in that book, I've, I just, what four different people said about listening to tapes, and so I took what Papa Hagen said in relation to himself as Smith Wigglesworth, and I just photocopied in the book. I took what T.L. Osborne said. I took what John Austin Lakewood Church, what he said, what he said. He said, one time he sent for some tapes by T.L. Osborne, and he said, send me the tapes. He said, I need it. He said, send it by Federal Express. I'm going to preach in India. I have to soak in your. Tape. He said, i he sent the tape by emergency mail. And he soaked the tape day and night until he arrived in India. And he wrote it in the book What will work for tl's What will work for me? That's all. I wrote what Bishop Oye de po said about soaking in tape. These are great people, not small people, great people for you to see practically amen yeah. so when we say that we are we shall he shall not speak of his own but he will hear and what he hears he will go and speak and he will not go and glorify himself he goes to glorify that's a spirit of loyalty but in many churches when the head pastor goes away wow you see the show that they come to display there, to show that they are also called yes i am also called and they preach they say that, yes when i preach then they will ask how many tapes were bought i want to see whether they bought more of my tapes than of the senior pastors tapes okay you have a wrong spirit amen you should rather come and when you preach you say you have to buy your head pastor's tapes and everybody mentioned you got last week's tapes you are coming to glorify yourself you are coming to glorify yourself we don't glorify ourselves. Even Holy Ghost does not glorify himself. When you stand in your office, everybody will be afraid of you. The Holy Ghost is feared more than anybody. Even we fear him more than the Father. But he doesn't talk about himself. I say he doesn't talk about himself. He doesn't glorify himself. He doesn't speak of himself. But he's feared. He's feared more. He's the only one. When you speak against him, you die. Ha! Ah. You can speak against Jesus, they will forgive you. You speak against the Father, they but when you speak against the Holy Ghost, quench. Assistants are wild. <laughs> Loyal assistants are wild. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So decide today. Let me tell you, when the Spirit of the Lord is working in your life, in this church, it will be loyalty. You will not speak of your own. You will not glorify yourself. You will not say, you will say what you have heard. You will minister You will love it. You walk in it. That's the spirit of loyalty. And that's why I said that when the spirit is in abundance on the church, there's a sweet spirit of loyalty. You know why I preach about loyalty a lot? Because I started a church many years ago and I had disloyal people. That was the first experience I had as a pastor was was as soon as I took the step like this, the people around me started. Knives, everything when I'm moving around, and at a point, I began to move by revelation at a point I wasn't even doing things because of what I knew but God has showed me in my room that these people were against me. Just as if as I'm talking now, God has shown me certain people who are against me oh yeah, oh yeah, spiritually and has told me how to relate with them that was the thing I had as a pastor and that's why I've been teaching it since then and I keep up, because I know it's part of the church Look, if there were any nurses at Kolebu, around that, is there anybody who was a nurse in Kolebu around the time that Lighthouse began, raise up your right hand, raise up your right hand, raise up your right hand. When Lighthouse began, were you there, 1989, Dr. Hamish, she wasn't there. That Vivian, no, you were not there, Pastor Hamish was there, anybody else, C30, C27, C29. Huh. That was my first experience as a pastor. People facing me behind my back. That was my, first, that was my first experience. Huh? Yeah. Facing me from my back. When I meet her, hello Pastor. Hello Pastor. Hello, Pastor. The girl who used to sing, she used to sing in church. I had a dream. And I saw her. But I fought with her like how Azuma Nelson fights with uh, those people. It was like that. So in the, in the dream I, was, when I woke up. I said, ah. the girl who sings, she used to sing. Oh yeah. I'll call, call. Let's welcome our sister. Well, so to come and sing for us. She was singing. Da, 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 da. And she was going. And the knives were flowing at my back that's why I preach about loyalty because if you don't like me I don't want you to be with me I I want you to go to another place where you like the person over there and stay there I don't want you to be with me I don't need you and you don't need me I'm not afraid of having fewer members I prefer to work with three people who genuinely like me and want me than to work with 70 people who don't really want me i would prefer to start with the three and flow with them any day anytime anywhere i prefer it hey how terrible it is how terrible it is to have people who speak against you behind your back that's why i'm always preaching about and that's why we are we are teaching it and we are saying expose orangus people who glorify themselves people who speak of themselves. People who don't come in the right spirit and the right name. Look at what the Holy Spirit is doing. And let's learn from it. anybody who doesn't have the spirit of loyalty. Must not be in our midst. Because we are not, we are not yet dead. We are still working. We are still building. I said we are still building. We are moving on. We have not ended. We are young. I'm only... You want to know my age. You know my age. amen i'm a very young person and many of you are younger than me yeah so if i'm younger and you are younger than you it means you have a long way to go is it now that we are going to start misbehaving it's time for you to rather follow the line of the holy ghost so that you will be there in 10 years time one person was talking to Benny Hinn on a video and i i just took note of the person yeah i don't, I don't know I mean what he was saying, I I'm just want I'm just to show you what he said and what it means he was talking to Hinn. it was a talk show, he was a, he's a pastor and he said to Hinn, I can see that you will make it on television and he said, because I think you have the, I think you are, you are doing something right, he said Ben, I don't know who asked the question and he said, the reason why I'm saying that is because I have lived long enough, it's an elderly, it was an elderly man, I've lived long enough to see the cycles, so when I see it you see when we say cycle, we have something that starts like this and it goes like this, how it ends, so when you see another one starting like that and going on that, you know how it will end, you get what I'm saying, and things go in cycles we are not new, what we are doing has been done before, so if we walk on a certain road like that, and this way it takes you to this point, you can see that it's going to end there are you understanding? Even me as a pastor, there are some problems, I know how they end. Recently, I was talking to somebody who had a problem, and I told, I told the person, I said, look, I don't know how this problem will end, because I have not seen one before. I've never seen that problem before. I said, it's the first time I've seen such a problem. So I don't know how it will But there are other problems. I have seen them start like that, and I see how it ends. I see it start, I see how it ends. But this particular problem, I have not seen one before. That's what I told her but this man was telling Ben, that I've seen in other words, I've seen men of God come start like this, and how they end anybody who follows this God this is how he becomes, follow this God this is how he becomes, follow this God this is how he becomes, and what we are saying is that those who follow the course of loyalty this is how they end you are too young to follow a bad course ah, where would you be? there are some pastors now they are in their forties struggling with ten members, twelve members thirteen members you are 40 you are not as young there are some things you can't do so easily so let's follow the course of loyalty amen and drive away every beast so the spirit of loyalty will bring the mega church how many points do you have number five the holy ghost causes signs and wonders which is the greatest catalyst for church growth catalyst hallelujah Are you listening to me? How many want the Holy Spirit to flow with miracles, signs, and wonders? All pastors from this uh, come meeting, you must go away from this place with a miracles, signs, and wonders anointing. I said miracles, signs, and wonders anointing. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Now there are some people and some pastors who think that miracles, signs, and wonders cannot happen unless you have a big church. Disabuse your mind of that. In a small church... You can have a lot of miracle signs and wonders. I remember that there have been times that I have preached in very small little classrooms. Pray for the sick, and I have so many more people coming forward to testify that they were healed than even in a big place. I've experienced it before. And sometimes it's wonderful what God does in a small group. And that is where you will learn how to flow in miracle signs and wonders. Miracle signs and wonders. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Amen. Amen. And every pastor, whether you are a teacher, a pastor, a prophet, an evangelist, apostle, believe God for miracles, signs, and wonders. It's a catalyst. If you are healed of your cancer, you are just adding a few more years to the years you have. But you still go. You still go. Is it not true? If you have HIV, and you are going next week or next year, and you are healed, you add a few more years, but you are still going. The real miracle is the salvation of your soul. That one changes the destination of your soul permanently. So the real thing is the salvation of the soul and not the miracle. The miracle is a very, and falling under the power and all those signs and wonders, they are all to attract attention. That is what it does never make a mistake God is not trying to start a hospital God is not trying to cure people's diseases in this world God is not, try- if he was trying to do that then we should say that God is a big failure because the diseases are more many of us here are not well with one disease or another God is not trying to start a hospital he's not trying to take away doctors Jesus moved with a doctor and Paul was also moving with a doctor hallelujah are you listening to me? Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. So hear me and hear me well. The signs and wonders are to attract attention, gather crowd. Who is the largest gatherer of crowds? One of the largest gatherers of crowds? Beni him. Look at what happened when he came to Ghana. Some people did some few measly adverts, few posters. Oh, Small, but go and see a crowd posted there. But Zakaria was in the crowd. The crowd lifted him. He was. He was, he was taken on the ground and the crowd was moving like that. Packed. <laughs> he was suspended in the air by the crowd. This is a crowd which has filled the stadium and has filled the grounds. So much so they are so packed that you are lifted up above the ground, the, the crowd is moving like that, and you are just moving. That's Ben him <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that's a supernatural, I mean a physical, the crowd was physically moving the human being. And I'm, I'm trying to let you know that, what is it that gathered such a crowd? What is it that gathered such a crowd? Was it teaching? Teaching? We have somebody like Bishop T.D. Dix, who recently came to Ghana. Is that not so? He is a very good teacher and exhortationist type of preacher. He's an exhorter. And a teacher, and a preacher, it's very nice to listen. You'll be very encouraged and happy. But he, he was able to just fill a small part of um, trade fair. even it, it wasn't full. And he too, it was advertised. Amen. Billy Jeodot, came to Gala. He's also not known for miracles, signs, and wonders. You get what I mean? He's, he's not really known, but he's known. And he was able to just fill Kwame Nkrumah Circle, a part of it. But the man who came with miracles, was that Uh, (laughs) the man who came with miracles? (laughs) The man who came with miracles, signs, and wonders. You understand? Look at the crowd he was able to gather. But you know what? Many people when they gather crowd, they don't even do altar calls sometimes. Is it not sad? So you ask yourself, that why was the crowd gathered? If ever we are having very big crowds and I don't do altar calls, one of you should come and tell me, Bishop, you were the one telling us that when the crowds come, then we will preach to them salvation. Why have you stopped doing altar calls? Don't forget to. Yeah. One day we'll be in a stadium to see the crowds like that. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Because the miracle sense and what else, they have begun and they are going to increase and multiply. We are going to have a name. People will associate us with miracles and power. Signs and wonders. Amen. Amen. For a cross stadium there. As the Lord liveth, we shall go there. Yes. Amen. Yes. The Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So miracles, signs and wonders. Oh. It brings a lot of increase. A lot of increase. But that cannot keep the crowd you have to teach them to keep them you have to teach them to keep them because people who have a lot of miracles they don't have big churches like Hinn's church is not very big benihini's church is not very big but he can gather a momentary crowd, which you can do something with hallelujah yes. hallelujah how many want the Holy Spirit to bring signs and wonders, signs and wonders, signs and wonders, signs and wonders? Very good, very good. How many reasons do you have for which the Holy Ghost is? fine?